from Yisrael Salanter. And I read that he had tkufus, but he was very into pshat, and he was a big misnaget to people. He was just learning pshat, and then there was a period he held it was like a gaiva. Like pshat is like, I'm clear, I got it. He held it was a gaiva, and he got very into people. I was very like encouraged that we all are at home, Madragas. We can't, we speak about it. We Salanter. We can't. Mary Shayman could name Allah. These are the Israel we can't compare. But I was very enthused to hear that there was different kufas in his life, what he was into and learning. I, I want to tell the Ayman that I'm, I'm sharing a title that's a little different to a title we shared earlier. I want to tell you why. I want to tell you why. A guy called me up. So a guy, Mamish, called me up this week. And the guy said, Rebbe, I don't think I'm lighting Erechadik this year. He said, I mean, Ernst, the guy called me up. He said, it's Veshchaydash Kislev. A few days ago, it's Veshchaydash Kislev coming. Tonight's Veshchaydash Kislev. He said, I don't think I'm lighting Erechadik. He says, he's an older single. And he said, I'm so much sad. Where am I lighting? I'm lighting in yeshiva. It breaks my heart. He said, I can't light in the dining room of yeshiva one more year. To light at home, I'm going to go home to light. I'd like to feel so nervosa. I'm not lighting this year. I said, okay, why are you calling? <laughs> so he said, I want you to talk to me. Tell me, I'm cool. So he wasn't, so I understood from the call what he was saying, he's not lying, you're telling me information. I, I, could, I, I don't know, should I share my others? Asher Hishmechasa But I understood he wanted to talk about it. So I said to him, what I'm really hearing you're telling me is you want, you want Chizuk to lighten their Hanukkah, to forget your tzara. Forget your tzara and lighten their Hanukkah. And you want Chizuk like you should be able to do that. I said, I'm not into that. I hold you should light their Hanukkah with your tzaras. What do I mean? So you can't, you can't always be different people. Okay, so let me, this, we spoke last week, the ability to be two people. Yaakov gets up, Me'al Pnei Mesa. There's such a bechin and there's such a time. But here, make a to be two people. You're in a terrible tzara. I said, I hold you should light in their Hanukkah with the tzara. Did Nerechanika sit there and weep for a little bit? That, you're, that you have big dreams and hopes and, and it's, it's unrealized yet? And then think about that Pachshemen, the hope, the one thing, the salvation that comes. And from that place, like the learn, from that place, your Pachshemen, the hope of the little that overcomes all this all the worry, light the menorah from that place. Bring yourself, bring the tsara, the tsara, the little R from the path. And that's the light the menorah. I've been to, in, in yeshiva, there are times I have, you have things on your mind. I was talking to Rabbi Yechiel. We have things that our job is supposed to like teach. Then we have worries and zachin on our mind. So there is a place, the mishtachim, the tsara, the lahain. There's such a kayak to forget your things and you teach. There's also a kayak to bring along your things and teach. There's also a zach to bring along, to come with. You have things on your mind. If there's something on my mind, there's a tiger that comes along with that. So bring that along. 
There's a bechel and things that I'm thinking about myself that I, that I'm not going to be a pretend here. I'm going to bring along things myself I'm going through. Sometimes it's more real when you do that. It's more authentic. And it's not always the time to cancel what you're going through and get. So I want to share. The Parsha's told us fascinating, fascinating Parsha. Yitzchak loves Esau. Just Yitzchak, I have this Esau. It's a, it's a pellet. It's a pellet. All of us sense it and know it. Stop accepting Terutsu. When you were little, you had Terutsu. Just play with a kasha. Hold on to a kasha. This year, I'm not accepting Terutsu. It's just wild. It's not. I don't have any Terutsu. I don't know. Yitzchak, I have this Yitzchak. I don't want a terrorist. I don't want a terrorist. Yitzchak is smarter than all of our IQs put together. Yitzchak of Inu, it's in the Torah. It's a fact. It's a current fact. Yitzchak loves Esau. What is that? What's the Ashkach of that? What's, that's Torah. Forever that's Torah. It's not a story. The Torah is not a history book. It is. It is. Yitzchak loves Esau. What is that? What, that's not something that was. If it was a mistake, it's done. It was a mistake. It's not recorded. Tyra means it is. What is that? Yitzchak, I have a sesesa. What is that? I don't want to give it terrors because it's, it's, we're, too, we're, too, we're too mature for teaching the terrors. It's, it's a pella. Be bothered. Yitzchak loves Esau. The Abbas Yisrael, the Abdu Rav, says something that I want to learn with the Chayim. The Abdur Rab says on Yitzchak Ayhevis Esais of Kitzayid Bifiv, says that Abdur Rab Kitzayid Bifiv is Yitzchak Avinu wanted to come with Hashem, he wanted to ambush Hashem. Kitzayid Bifiv, not that Esav tricked Yitzchak. Kitzayid Bifiv is Yitzchak Avinu, is Sayid Bifiv, that's why he loved Esav. What? What was the Tzayid Bifiv? Because he wanted to say to the Rabbi Shalom, Says the after Rav, the Mitzayus says Yitzchak loves Esav because Yitzchak says to the Rabbi Nishalayim, Rabbi Nishalayim, look at my Anhaga. He's not my son. He's my son. There's mistakes. He's not doing everything the way I did it. I love him. And he's Sayyid Mephibi, Manz Hashem, so you love your children. They're your sons. And that's the Tzayid Befiv of Yitzchak Avinu. Yitzchak loves Esav. And as such, he can mon Hashem, says the Abbas Yisrael. He can say to Hashem, I love my son because he's a son. So Hashem, love your children, they're your children. Now what does that mean? What does that mean to mon Hashem? That means something. And this is practical and true. And our actions can become prayers as follows. It means, of course, you money Hashem. It means that it unleashes. There's such a kayak in the world that Hashem would love a yid because he's a son. There's such a kayak. It says until him, Hashem tzilch, Hashem's our shadow. If you show Hashem a finger, he shows you a finger. There's such a thing that our behavior here unleashes a kayak in the Lamalu. If we tap into he's a son, He's a son, love a son, then it unleashes from Hashem. That's what it means. Yitzchak says, Sayyid Befiv could say to Hashem, I love him, he's a son. Do you hear that, Hashem? 
that unleashes by Hashem, that Hashem loves a yid, he's a son. And we can unleash that kayak by our patience when we don't feel like it, when it feels different and it feels we should have the opposite of patience and understanding. But when we're patient and loving, it unleashes such a kayak. Menashemayim to say, Hashem Tzilcha. Then and only then could we say to Hashem, He's not a son, He's a son. I caught myself, there was a day, I happen to like when, when guys make some noise and share. I happen to like it. Rav Shach used to say, I feel like somebody's going to talk up, I am Rav and I have a I, I should give him I should give him money, I don't pay him for it, but I should. But I encourage Ravezi knows your Shachem rule, you don't say Shir to the Vat. I don't say Shir to the wall. One of our Hevra put out a video of Shah saying Shir. It's wild. It is complete bedlam during Rav Shah Shir. I'll tell you I had a funny story where I found out about this. I was part of an Israeli Chabura, we were learning Sah Bashabas Baruch Hashem. And it was all, mostly came out of all Israelis. And I was an American in this Israeli Chabur. They were all in their mid-30s. And me and my Chabur two young schnooks. We joined this older guy Chabur. A yid, a very special yid from Panovich, came in from Harnoif to say a shir for us. He'd come in once, once a week, and he'd say a beautiful guy in it was so frustrating. He'd start the shear and the chevra would go nuts and they couldn't get quiet. And people are, guys like right here, they're screaming at him, this back to him, shouting, they're screaming, they're, I'm like a chevra. And they're all in the 30s, I'm 10 years younger. Finally, I had it. You have to like three or four chavurs, and it always happened a few minutes into this chavur. Then it was very hard to get quiet the rest of the chavur. At times you got to hear him a little bit, but the chavur went wild. So finally I had it. I went up to one of the stark guys in the chavur. For me to try to speak Hebrew, I'm very self-conscious. So I typically don't even try to speak Hebrew, but I was so frustrated. I, when I understand Hebrew, I sound like a meshuggah when I speak Hebrew. So I said, Slicha, I'm like, bread, okay, here goes. Like, he wrote, I spoke to him in the cave of our bus, and I don't know what I said. But I wanted to say it there, but I, think I, must, I addressed him, I can't say it, like, what, how I addressed him. But it got the message across, and it's ridiculous. This year travels in, this is a bazillion, I never saw anything like this month. The guy starts laughing. He starts laughing, what's all, the Lord's the Hulk, Lama, you know, I'm almost like quoting the Pesukim. <laughs> what are you laughing? What's going on? So the guy tells me, he laughs, and he says, you don't understand, we're all Talmudim of Panovich, we're Talmudim of Shach, the whole Chavir, including the Yid who comes in. And the Messiah we have is the biggest chutzpah in the ever since the So that's like a chutzpah. He said, if you're quiet by your shear, you're mevazi the Talmud he said by Rashach he would leave Shir. On days guys didn't do it. He'd walk out, the night I'll see you tomorrow, tell me when you wake up. He'd leave. Then Shach would say, Shir Maybe they're kids here, I don't know, I'm teaching bad stuff. But Rav Shach said, I don't say Shir to the wall. And he'd leave. So he said, we're all trained that respect to a Shir is you care what the Yid said. So he says something. So we fight. 
And he knows we all care. We, care, we actually care. We argue and scream. That's, that's what a shia looks like. So I relate a lot to that. But that's a vada. If it's within context, guys are talking about a shia. There was one day my patience was low. And there were guys like hopping around in shia, making, there were a couple of chevra making it very difficult. Yeah, you have to scream. The voice is not always so shtak. I felt like, ow, it was just getting me frustrated. And I caught myself and I, I said to myself, one second, one second. But guys are talking by davening, so you're very patient then. You say we have to have patience, we have to exercise patience. And you say Hashem understands, Pashat. The guy, I'm not condoning talking by davening, but let's get him to not be a tosslaw, you know. The, the goal is not to throw out the talkers, the goal is bring the talker and make him a davener. So, so have patience, understanding, slow. So in Hashem's covenant, you're mamish a nice kapidin. And on your own covenant, now already you're frustrated and mad. <laughs> you're inconsistent. If you'll be somebody on your own covenant, you say, say there, he's a human being, he's, he's a little talkative, okay? A little ADHD and you're tolerant. So then it is a prayer, my friends. You unleash, that's a prayer, that's Sayyid Bifiv. By your very behavior, you're a prayer. You're unleashing and say it Hashem. Say it Hashem, say it, but you're saying it even if you don't say it. So you might just say it. What you're saying to Hashem is I understand that I'm evator, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm my cousin. He's hurt, it's okay, it's a prayer, it's passion, a prayer. You're saying Tashem, you're saying something. And you're saying Tashem, understand the prayer. It's easier to do, by the way, it's easier to mean it. It's easier, it becomes very unforced when you understand you're unleashing something. When you are patient and mevater on your cupboard. But be'emes, but be'emes, understand you're unleashing something. And say it, speak it out, Tashem. Say Tashem. And my cover Hashem, I'm my cover, he's talking and say there, say there. It doesn't mean he's just so Hashem be Michael, be Michael your covenant. And you unleash such a prayer. You get a right to such a prayer. There's a truth of such Hashem Silk, Hashem errors. Marulay Expa, he shows you an expa. Rachli Menu is this exact peerish of Rachli Menu who says to Hashem, I was Mivatar, I was Mivatar and a husband, so Hashem. For a sister, for a karev, so Hashem bichas on your on your banim, on your children. It unleashes that koyach. That's an emes. That's a true. I once was zayche. I once was zayche to be at a convention of Shmuel Kamenetsky. Philadelphia <coughs> Sheshiva was there, and he, he's he's not a youngster. He's not a young man, and he didn't speak much on the convention. He's there. Dogmatics. By Shalashukas, he got up to speak, and it was interesting. He didn't touch, everybody spoke on the theme, the topic, and it, it was a very specific theme, it was a specific audience. And he ignored the, the event, but the zakin, the sadik, the zakin, when he spoke to the chevri, he begged the chevri to see good in other yidin. And he spoke on this topic. He spoke on Ayin Toiv, the Mid of Avram Avinu. But he said, the way we judge others unleashes how Hashem judges others. He said this, to Anhamis, Midas Adin and Midas Achesed. If we see others and, and see others through a lens of Midas Achesed, so that's how Hashem judges that person and us. 
He was begging this sadik, and he was showing, he showed Mikairis to such as that. He was begging, it was interesting, this Gadol was begging that we need Midasachesed. Let's stop judging people harshly. He begged, he said, Hashem Tzilch, Hashem is our shadow. And if we look at others kindly, so we'll look at us kindly. The, the Gemara and Shabbos, whoever dance others, the Kavzchos, Hashem dance his, the Kavzchos, the Gemara and Shabbos. And he begged the Tzibur to look at others in the proper way. If I wanted to read the parasha, the Torah, it says in the Torah, Yitzchak Hevis Esesim. That's not shtayt in the Torah. Say your pshatim, I don't, I don't have a terence. You might have one. I have no terence. But it says Yitzchak Hevis Esesim. And understand Sayyid Bifid, it comes to prayer. That Yitzchak, I don't know why, did he like him in order to say the prayer? I don't know. But understand what the Abbas Yisrael, what the Abdullah says. That loving a year and showing Abba to a son becomes a prayer. I am understanding, Hashem, be, be patient with your children. It unleashes, it unleashes that kayak that Hashem is patient with his children. We could ask Hashem, they're talking by davening, bichas, bichas, bichas. I'm thinking, Paul Kleisfeld, we had a tzara this week, a Bachar, beautiful youngster, was nifter on the way to Yeshiva, beautiful youngster, was nifter on the way to Yeshiva. And, 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 and it's a tzara, it's a tremendous tzara. It's hard, it's hard, we, we, need, we need our greats, and I hadn't heard from the greats what, what we're supposed to think about. But then he saw a yid's nifter because he's a yid, because he's a yid and only because he's a yid, that's, that touches every yid. A yid was nifter because he's a yid, no, nothing else. A yid was attacked, a yid. And to me, what, to me it's ma'ayra, it's ma'ayra a love for our people, a love for our people. And I say that all our patience with the people in our lives become prayers. I think we can get deeper patience from that. Understand how powerful that is. If we're more patient with our spouses, that's a prayer. You say, Tashem, you're also a spouse in this nation. We're called Shiashir, we're called. It unleashes, and it gives a kayak to unleash such as that. We're more patient with our children. With our friends, with another unit, omnishes Hashem Bibirach. It's our people, Hashem. It's your people, it's our people. We're all part of this nation. Hashem's invested in this people. So it's this this Hanhaba, all of us, Sayyid Bifib, we could have the prayer of the after of Yitzhak Avinu. Hashem, we have patience with your people. We look at them positively. You have patience and you have love and you like do we have it so hard? It's always hard. We're supposed to start thinking our flaws. We have flaws. What are we supposed to say? To correct them all? <laughs> Find the one you want us to correct? Maybe if we're more patient, then we could say to you, Hashem, be patient while we correct. There's a lot to correct. Just be patient with the people in our lives. Have more patience with our people. And then all our patience will become a prayer. Our patience with each child, with our spouses, with our neighbors, with the people around us, become a prayer to Hashem. We are patient with your people. We are patient with our children. Be patient with your children. We're patient with our spouses. Be patient with your spouse, Hashem. We're patient with our nation. Be patient with your, your nation, Hashem. I wanted to study a Ramban for a few minutes with the Hevra. The Ramban has told us his pact. <laughs> and there's so many places to go. The Ramban hit me very stark. 
in running a family, it's very interesting, in running a family, and this is why the Ramban hit me, there's always all of us in Mishpacha know that there's the easier children, the harder children. And in general, running a family, don't be guilty of going to the point of least resistance. You can, we all can work it out just at the point of least resistance. I see in yeshiva like there's a situation, two guys, you, the tendency with all human beings that you think who's the easier, two guys are in a sechsuch in a fight, Who's the easier guy? It's normal. It could be sometimes a good answer. Who's the easier guy who's actually workable? This guy's stubborn like a mule. I'm not going to convince him anything. This guy's workable. So it's normal you do. Maybe it's more effective sometimes. But sometimes we go to the place of least resistance because it's least resistance. And there's a Ramban that's meaningful to me. The Ramban, the Torah Daesh is madish twice. Very interesting. It's the only time the Torah is madish. Rivka takes the begotten of Esau for Benoah God, her older son. And she's Melabish Yaakov Benoah Katan. Now we all know the story. It's already been said. Esau's the Bechar and Yaakov is the Katan. That's the whole reason he has to steal all the Brachas because they're meant for the Bechar. We all know already. That, that Esau's first, Yaakov's second. Now it could be, remember the story happened when Yaakov bought the Bechayr. So it could be now you could say, one second, is he anymore? It's interesting. But the time is madgish that Rivka took big days, her older son. You can ask the cash in two ways. Is that true? It's Benagadol. The fact that he was born first, we know already. And the Rishonim, yes, the Ramban amongst them. Why does it say Esav in Agadol? So Rebezi says there is a Chiddush. So why is it saying that? But why is it saying it? Even if it's trying to be mighty, I would have said he's sold, he's no longer the Gadol. Good Kasher. But why is it being Magish? He was the Gadol, he's still the Gadol. Why is it being Magish this? Rivka took Esav God. It's funny, it's even like controversial. I'm confused. At this point, the parish, I don't know who's older anymore. Did he sell it? Does that change? I, if you ask me who's the Godel in this, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a little count, it's a complex question who the Godel is in. But why is it Magish? Batika Rivka has big days, but not What's it? What's it teaching us? Either it's not true because he's sold already, and if it is true, just saying practically, I mean he's older. Not, I don't mean the chaloyis and the. So what are you getting yet? Why is it madish? It's interesting. Rav Shwab is a neiritik pshat derech agam. I don't want to. I'm not coming. I didn't. I came from the Ramban. Rav Shwab derech agam says benar gadol. Rav Shwab brings a pasuk in Yeshaya. Amazing Rashi. A Rashi in Yeshaya says, till today, Edom survives. Edom's been a long house, Rome, and it survives so long because of the Kibbutz of Esau. It's nearer the Kayach of the Mitzvah. The Kayach of the Mitzvah, Rashi in Yeshaya says, Edom is still stark today, and it's going to last until somehow its host of Kibbutz runs out. Somehow, I don't know what it's going to take. The Kibbutz is dearest that a couple of thousand years at last, because Edoim has that's the chus of the of the Tate Esav Amazing, 
Amazing, amazing Rashi in Yeshaya. Says Reb Schwab, it says Asa B'noah Gadol, that there was a Bechena that Asa was bigger than Yaakov. Reb Schwab writes, B'noah Gadol means spiritually bigger. And it means that he was bigger in Kibbut Avei. Asa Reb Gamliel says that I didn't come to 100th of Asa's Kibbut Asa used to get dressed up to serve his father, Mordek Madrigus. Says Reb Schwab, that's what's madgish, that Yaakov Avinu needed a schus of Kibbutz of Kibbutz to counter Benaya Gadol. There was a Milo, Esav had a Bechina that was a Milo. Yaakov's called Katan compared to Esav's Kibbutz. On that, she, she asked Yaakov Avinu to do something out of his Tuna in Kibbutz listening to her, and that was counters of Schwab's. Don't look shat. That it, that's it's mad because she said, There's a mind of Godless over Yaakov. It says it twice in the Torah here, vis a vis this story. And she was trying to give Yaakov a vino a schosakibrem. My aunt was an Isha Hashuva, big person. And she had, right before she passed away, she was a big, big person. She had a helper there. Somehow she asked her daughter to do something for her. Shortly before she passed, she asked her daughter, her married daughter, to, to do something. Daughter, like, it felt funny, like there was, the daughter was so happy to serve her mother. The daughter, like a light bulb went off. She said to her mother that you want to be Mazakami and keep it in. The mother, like, you got a schos to do something for the mama, a schos. Keep it in, a mitzvah. She wanted a chaparein. My aunt wanted her to have, she saw she was saying goodbye. She was at the time to part. She wanted her daughter to have one more chance to do an So she asked her something that the aide like, would have done, should have done, could have done, was going to do. She quickly asked. It was like, <coughs> she said, oh, you want to be mezakim? And her mother like vigorously shook her head. And, got it, got it. You understand one more, so Rivki, man, that's how Rav Schwab says it. It's Magish B'noah Gadol B'noah Kadol. Kenza, beautiful pshat of Rav Schwab. Now, Pidavka here, where it speaks about Esau as a B'noah Gadol, that he had a mind of Kibbutz, it's Magish, and this is what she was mitzvah Yaakov against his corner to give him a schos of Kibbutz, that it should match, it should be a, it should be Aymet against an Esau. That's, that's Rav Schwab. So the Ramban says as follows. The Ramban says, It's coming to praise the tzaddikis. To give you the sense of the tzaddikis. The normal people who give birth to children is to be makir the bebchar, bebrachu, bekav, bematam. Parents want the family structure to be intact. It's normal. Parents love all their kids equal. They don't love one kid more. But if parents love when the elder kid is respected. It's, it's in halacha that way. The Torah says that the mitzvah to be mechabed b'noya, your older brother, is a din in kibaravim to the point that after the p'tira of the parents, a person's not mitzvah to be mechabed b'noya, It's a halacha in kibaravim. Parents like the b'noya, should be respected. It's not because they like the gadol first. They like the family structure. It's important in a family that the older son is the elder statesman and the family comes with that surah, very important. 
Says the Ramban, it's normal, it's minam, the Mailidim, the people who give birth, to be makir to bumchar with a bracha, with a covenant, with gifts. Vihimi daita, on her own, tzidkas hakata, the rishas She recognized the tzidkas to the younger one and the rishas to the gadol. And she did great effort to shtad the She did a lot to be mavid the brach and the covenant. She went against instinct. And that's the purpose of the Pasik is Lahaf to speak about Rifki Menu breaking the instinct. Every instinct in the time is Madvish Every instinct was that Asaph should get should get the covenant, should get the brachas. That's instinctive. And to be masked in the righteousness of the tzaddikus, that she went against the instinct of a human being that wants the benagotl to have the brachas, to have the covenant, but she fought the instinctive sense because she was mocking her truth that the brachas should be by Yaakov Avinu. And for that MS, she went against the easier path, the, the style and the natural flow of my leader. She went because of what she was makir in Emes. And Lahaf with Binyanat the Torah records it like that. Understand in this whole story that it wasn't lost on her, and the feelings of Binyanat and Binyanat were there. Batika with Big Day Ace of Binyanat with all the feelings of Binyanat with all the want of the covenant for Binyanat But she went against it. She went against all that. Because she was not here to ask. To be specifically, specifically of not picking the point of least resistance. In our decisions, in our own hand running our homes, we certainly have instincts and can trust wonderful instincts. But if we lack here something as the truth, not to choose the path of least resistance, but to put in and to make great efforts for our children, for what's right and for what's true, over the path that's easier and sometimes the natural flow would be to that path. And the tire is magnished by the story of Rifkimim, that she went against the minute of Malidim. And the lesson to us in the raising of our families, certainly we have many instincts in raising our mishpacha, but there's certain times that the instinct and the natural flow and the path of easiest way will be one way. And our job is to overcome that. Our job is to overcome that. If we have a color of something that's true, something else that's true, to choose the harder, not just to go with the easier, to choose the harder. And I wanted to, I wanted to study that Ramban, that incredible Ramban with the Chevra. I think that's a powerful Ramban. I want to close with something the Kotzker said. I want to share something the Kotzker said. <coughs> I like this Kotzker a lot. In Kotzker, there was a tremendous stress on honesty in Kotzker. <coughs> tremendous stress on sincerity, just being an honest person. They, 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 they weren't into titles. They weren't into from kite that other people see. They were very into, they, they held a person's from when nobody sees, in the place that nobody sees. And Katz taught a tire of honesty, of sincerity, of authenticity. I love, when, when, I, when I come in touch in, in yeshiva, and I come in touch with honesty, with neshama, with soul, 
with realness. I love that. I, it's something, a butter a week ago, came with a stolen item. He said, Rebbe, shaking. So I needed to return this. Came to a mitzvah the Reisa to return the gazelle. I was, I was in awe from him. Shit. Maybe I needed to return this. I like honesty, purity, realness. I had to send the Bachar home. And before he left, I had to tell him he's going home. And he was very, very upset. He said very, very stark things. Upset, he felt attacked. He's upset home. He said very, very strong. He's suspended. He said very strong. Late, late that night, he's in his house, and I call him up late at night, and it rings and rings and rings. And I'm waiting. I'm gonna wait till it rings. And his phone rings a long time. Ring, 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 ring. After many rings, he picks up, and he said to me, "I have no part of me wants to answer. I don't want to speak to you." I want to escape, I have, I have the ability to escape here, things I want to escape to. But he said I felt it was right, I felt it was respectful, I could not answer. I was very taken, I loved meeting the Neshama. That was so cool in Neshama. He answered, he had no side, he didn't want to answer, he didn't want to speak. But he felt it was disrespectful. All his feelings, he can't be disrespectful. We ended up having the best conversation we've ever had. He cried and spoke, and it was because I met his neshama. Once he met the guy's neshama, I was intimidated from him, then he, he got places. So Kant spoke about honesty and realness and finding the realness in us. So I want to share a word in Kutsk that was said on this week's parasha that I, this is not a word in Kutsk, it's like the word in Kutsk. But I want to share what the Kutsk Rebbe said. He said like this, Rav Gamliel speaks about the Kibbut of the of Esau. He said, we don't, he said, I serve my parents, Rav Gamliel said, in soiled begadim. So when I go to Bachotz, I wear nice begadim. To my father, I wear soiled begadim. And Esau, when he served his tata, got nice begadim. Yes, the Kutzker, Rav Gamliel, the great Rav Gamliel couldn't get nice clothing to wear. It's a, it's a big matrayer. Every time you serve your father, you put on nice begadim. But Rav Gamliel couldn't do it. The great Rav Gamliel couldn't get nice begotten. Said the Kotzker like this. What it means that Esau wore begotten, all of us since we're little learn a Rashi, that Esau used to say, from a shayos to his father. Son, salt's not chayim I'm so proud of you. Like, Esau's mamash handling, like, worry is mamash hazam and he was fooling his father. Said the Kotzker, what's the Pshad Esau's fool his father? Esau held Kibbutz His Kibbutz was Nairam, his nephew. And he held that his father's obligation is not to show the struggling side. Esau had a side, he fooled his father as it was Sitkos because it was true. He had other sides and he held Kibbutz dictates, don't show my Tata that side. That's what it means he asked his father from the shadows. What it means he wore a special, begotten means what people portray, what other people see. He wore a special, begotten when he served his tata meant to his father, he only showed a certain side. That was the begotten. He wore begotten, he didn't show the struggles. We've all made such as, how many people have made it? I don't want to hurt my tata. 
Besides, I won't show him. I'm not finished. I'm not a liar. After many years, I was bothered by a cash and Rashi. Says he's Sayyid Bifin. Says Rashi, Esam knows how to be Miramis of it. At Rebar Chai Bekash, why does he know how to fool his father? He knows how to lie. Why does he know how to lie to his tattoo? He's a Yedayat Sayyid. He knows how to lie. One of the people he lied to is Yedayat. He only lied to his father. He said, That's a Kasha Pashup Shah. Rashi says, Yedayat Lerab is his other. He knows how to fool his father. So, Menachem, over the years I learned Pshat that it's harder to fool your family. Because your family knows you. <laughs> so you can fool everybody. You can fool your sister, your father. It's much harder. So it's, it's, maybe it means even his father. He has to fool his father. He's a liar. He's a ligander. He's a ligander to everybody. What's he According to the cuts, it's amazing. He didn't lie to anybody. He did it to his father. He was keeping up him. He was Yedei Atzayim. L'Rami Sesavu. B'Cheshben. Keeping up him. And B'Emes was Big Madregas in keeping up Said the Kotzker, Rebbe Gamliel wasn't willing to be a Rami. He wasn't willing at home, in the, in the, in the, in the, where he is, and to the Tata, he had to show the Emes. See, forego, said the Kotzker, Big Madregas in keeping up, but I'm not willing to. He's, the Kotzker said he still blinds Asa. He remains in Asa because he's willing to lie. And, and, and Yaakov, and Rebbe Gamliel wasn't willing to forego that. So he wasn't willing. <coughs> this is who I am. I might hurt you, break your heart. And, I, and it, maybe it's even a breach in Kibbutz, but I can't lie. I can't say I'm something that I'm not. This is where I'm at. This is where I'm up to. This is where I'm up to. It has to be Emma's. This is where I'm up to. I have convinced many a youngster to share with parents. To share with parents. This is where I'm up to. To share. But it's going to hurt your tattoo, but there'll be an Emma's. There'll be an Emma's. This is where I'm up to. In the want for sincerity and in honesty, yet yeah, could a person, maybe he shouldn't tell his father. He's the person close. Tell Tata, this is what's happening. This is where I'm up to. Shalom Aleichem, I want you to be with Tata. But we'll cause him tzara, it's a breach. He keep it from here. We'll be mechabed off it. From here, we'll be together. But the emes, the emes, the honesty, sincerity of where I'm up to. It's not a cute word like the, the Kotzker said. The Kotzker lived this and brought such a Matthias to the world of honesty, of sincerity. This is where I'm up to, the realness of a person finding an Emes where they're up to. I wanted to share this Esau's Kayak Lurami Sesavim that the Kotzker said was Cheshbainus, Tifa Cheshbainus, but it, it's not a good thing. A person, Ishtam, Yaakov is Enei Charif. He's Enei Charif. I saw Revolver says, and I want to end with this. Since Esau is not smart to be, it says Yaakov in his Ishtam, he's not harif. He's not sharp enough to fool his dad, to fool, his, to, to fool anybody. What does that mean? He's not sharp. <coughs> the Rashi, till I saw Revolver. What does it mean? He's not, you read the Rashi, it's amazing. It says Yaakov in his Ishtam. Yaakov Ishtan Yeshurim says, Rashi, Enoi Baki B'chalele, he's not so good at it, he's not a Baki. Elokin Libay came pith, Misha Enoi Charif L'Rama, he's Karitan. Somebody who's not so sharp to trick is called a Tan. What's so? Was a Chesar in, in intelligence? There was a great American writer, one of my favorite expressions in the world. He said, I wouldn't give a fig for, he 
He said, I wouldn't give a fig for simplicity on this side of complexity, but I give my life for simplicity on the other side of complexity. One more time. A great American writer said, I wouldn't give a fig for simplicity on this side of complexity, but I give my life for simplicity on the other side of complexity. What does he mean? There's a simpleton who just doesn't know anything. Like a guy's like naive. He's like dumb. He doesn't know what's going on in the world. So he's naive. He's optimistic and naive. That's simplicity on this. He said, I wouldn't give a fig for that. It's not worth anything. He just don't know anything. But simplicity on the other side is a brilliant person who knows all the things in the world, but by choice chose simplicity. That's simplicity on the other side. I give my life for that. So here the Rashi sounds like the one with the first simplicity. He's, I, I was bothered by the Rashi. It bothered me a lot. He's not sharp enough. That's the wrong simplicity. He's not so smart. I want the guy who's smart enough to be around and Marvaz doesn't. What does Rashi mean? He's not so sharp. By Rashi, he's not so sharp. Does it mean he doesn't use his charifas? I should leave you in the cash. I should, she said no, but I want to give you, I want to tell you what it was. I was bothered by this for a long time. It's not so sharp. That's simplicity on the wrong side of complexity. I want the guy who's smart enough to trick and doesn't trick. He's never not so He's not so sharp. It's all the Somebody say pshat. No agendas here. The cash is a cash, Gabriel. It bothers you, this cash? You have a so pshat? That's the wrong type of simple. That's not. That's a simple guy. They don't give a fig for that. They're just not so smart. The guy who doesn't trick anybody because he's too stupid to trick. That's simplicity on this side of complexity. You don't give. You don't give a fig for that. <laughs> they can argue on the American. I don't ask on from Rashi on Walt Williams. You know what I mean? So the saying is, so Walt Williams is wrong. I'm, but I'm bothered because in Svar, I also wouldn't give a fig for simplicity. <laughs> yeah. When it came to what? You see, it's not true. He knew couldn't well how to be Marana. He did it. Not only did he know how, when the time came, you see, it's not that way. The story ends up being quite proficient. And it's interesting. Asa later in the parasha says, he's very good at tricking. And here it says he can't. The, the psukim of his word, the, others, the, the simplicity that he chooses not to be around in normally. <laughs> but here it says, Enoi Charif. He's Enoi Charif, the Ramas. Said Revolva. Revolva said that the real, the only way to do a good job to be around is to trick yourself. To lie to another, you have to lie to yourself. You're not a good liar if you don't fool yourself. The best liars fool themselves. You're not good at it if you, because everybody can see you don't believe what you're saying. So the real liars lie to themselves. They create new narratives. The start the liars know how to do it. Revolva said that he's not charif because he's just, he's too keenly aware of the truth. 
The Kharif was that the person can get uh, <coughs> into us because they don't hold on to the truth. So they can tap into Venus. They say big zach and hold in their right. He's not Kharif, the rabbis. He's not Kharif to do that because he holds the emas. So he knows the truth and he can't. That's what Avoba said. Now, I don't know how Avoba learned later on. He is Marama, but he says it is a. There's a certain charifus you can, and you could tap into that world of charifus when you don't hold on to the truth. So then you can get all sharp and cunning because you're not living with Amos. I don't know. I don't know how that works when he when he needs to lie, but he's not charif because he's mapping the truth. That's what Avolus said. Somebody has a different shot of interest in the nusach. He's not using the charifus. Mishenei charif doesn't mean he doesn't have it. He just doesn't use it. He's not charif. He's not sharp to do it. The kasha and bother. Revolva said this pshat. So I wanted to share that with Chavi Yashakar.